May 25th. What are you doing that evening? I got something for your calendar that you need to be at. This is important with everything that we've been through in less than the past year. Flooding, drought, and now big questions about the future of our communities, of farming, of fish, water rights, legal battles. Uh, we've talked so much about this on the program, and we've talked about you know making progress, moving in the right, right direction, bringing the, the community together to answer some of the major questions around these issues. Well, we're doing it. Some... Th- Things, you know, are still happening behind the scenes. I know people get frustrated with that, but things have to get in place before you can get a large group of people. But we're finally getting to where we can invite the community in and get some, get down to brass tacks on what some of this stuff can mean and what some of the solutions can be for our community. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Good morning to you. And uh, joining me in studio this morning, Fred Lickle, Executive Director of Whatcom Family Farmers, where I work with him as the Communications Director. That's my day job. Um, Fred, welcome to the program uh, this morning. We are having an event on May 25th that people need to have on their calendars. Solving Whatcom's Water Crisis. Sounds pretty heady, but I think after what we've been through in the past less than a year, that means something to people. That is <laughs> I think sure. if we're talking about this a year ago, people would say, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's gotten up close and personal that this is a crisis here in Whatcom County, and we need to be getting together, rallying around something to, you know, getting things done and changing the trajectory here of water management. That's correct. And thanks, first of all, Dylan, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it has been quite a ride here over the last few months. But really, if you look for farmers, it's been a few, a couple of years now that we've really been working on this issue, um, you know, trying to look at connecting the water crisis with not enough water in the summer. And now, after this year, something that we all certainly were aware of, but really came home to roost in a big way with the massive floods of way too much water at times in the winter. So how can we fix those things? You're right. It's something we've been working on for a while. It's been especially intense over the last few months. Um, And we're really looking forward to bringing you know, some national experts, especially on the water rights side of things, because there's huge challenges legally on that mm-hmm. uh, to bear on May 25. And, you know, looking forward to having some good discussions uh, about the future of water, what's happened in other areas of the West, because there's been a lot of issues in other areas of the yeah. West, and encouraging what, what, what solutions are potentially available to us if we can just come together as a community. If I think about big brouhaha's around water, there's nothing bigger in my mind than what's gone in the, on in the Klamath Basin down, you know, southern oh, yes. Oregon, northern California. That is for sure. And right. I, I think probably a lot of people are at least somewhat familiar. With, I mean, it's uh, in some cases un- under cir- some cir- circumstances shut down a majority of farming in that area. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it's, of yeah. the water shortage. And they have a different you know, pressure as far as they actually have a shortage of water. We don't have a shortage of water. We have a shortage of water management <laughs> as, <laughs> as the flood sure. yes. illustrated. But just to reference that, 
they're, we're even going to have folks that have background with that whole situation speaking into and, and coming to check out what's going on here? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a, a, both a, a, a national expert that, that his name is Dan Kepin, who runs from the Family Farm Alliance, um, who is based in the Klamath and has done a lot of work there, but a lot of work around the country and in Washington, D.C. as well. Um, has done a lot of testifying and work. He's, he's considered an international expert or national expert, mm-hmm. certainly on this subject, um, as well as attorney Ramsey Kropf, who has been involved in, and used to work for the government for a number of years um, in the Interior Department and is an expert at um, you know, dealing with water rights settlements. You look at yeah. the Klamath, where there's been huge challenges, you mentioned there, and other places in the Colorado River, where massive, massive challenges with the amount of water still is. But these are folks who have worked through these things and have a lot of experience. And we're looking forward to hearing what it is that they can say and what they can bring to our unique situation. Yeah. Because ours is, as they've said themselves, a very unique and, for them, fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> fascinating Okay, situation. so that is interesting. If we're talking about bringing in the big dogs, so to speak, the, yes. the national experts on this issue here in Whatcom County, which I'm excited about because I felt like this is a big deal there are some things, at least in my limited understanding of what's happening with water rights and water management and our streams and flooding and all of that, that, you know, it's like this needs to come up on the, the national radar. This is, this is precedent setting in some way. Some of the things that yes. people are, what they're trying to make happen here. Yes. So they're saying that? What, what was what's oh, yes. their reaction I, I, to I, I can remember <laughs> The first time I, I talked to um, one of them about it, um, his response about a half a dozen times was, Wow. Oh wow! You know this, and is, this is somebody who's you know, seen a lot. Who's seen a lot of you know. We have a unique system. We talked about the Colorado or even the Klamath Basin. You're talking about much longer basins that run through multiple states and have lots of uh, yeah. you know. Whatcom County, the Nooksack River is really short. Also, theirs oftentimes have water deficits and they're storing water in different places, whereas ours actually has excess water and it's a short system. So, trying to figure out how to work that. And then, of course, you also have the, the real big challenges of it's an, there's an international boundary in there. Mm. So how does that work? And with how water rights are looked at, it's, it's much different in Whatcom County um, than it is in other places, where in other places you'll see big uh, groups that own water, you know, a, a water rights group or, you mm-hmm. know, r- reserve. Whereas here, we have all individuals. We have cities that might own it, but we have yeah. a lot of individuals. There's over 5,000 individuals on a sheet that actually own water rights in Whatcom County. And now there's going to be this adjudication called a lawsuit, which is, it is lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it has got just a lot of implications that is going to need help at that national level. Well, we've, again, been talking about this for a while, but we're at the point now where we're bringing in top national experts on these water issues, bringing them here to Whatcom County. Uh, The event is May 25th. It's going to be at the Northwest Washington Fairgrounds, the new brand new farm pavilion there. Uh, 5 p.m. social hour gets underway. We're we're having a dinner, so dinner's on us. We'd love to see you there. Um, And we're going to have these experts there. Um, available uh, to chat with folks as well as to speak and share some stories. We're going to talk about some of the things that we've been working on um, and and kind of try to outline as best we can in this crazy, complicated, convoluted situation that we find ourselves in here in Whatcom County. 
um, what the vision is for the future to get this fixed. I think, you know, a lot of people think about the flood and, and how to make sure that never happens again. Well, that's all related also to what happened just a couple of months before where streams were as low as a lot of people around here had ever seen them and what that means for fish and what that means for local tribal communities who rely on the fish and, and farm, the farming community that relies on that water to grow crops and the crops, you know, animals rely on the crops to eat and make milk and meat and all, all of these things come together. And again, that's why we're calling for a whole community to, to work together on this right. stuff. Right, and, and, and the cool part about this, as I've said before, probably on this show even, is that it's not as if Whatcom County doesn't have the tools to deal with this. We have more than enough water. That is not the issue. The issue is how are we going to manage it? What, you know, what courageous way are we going to use? How are we going to work together as a community? Because it forces us to, if we're really going to fix this, how are we going to work together as a community and make this work? And uh, I've been involved in enough stuff to say I, there are some things that encourage me and some things that discourage me. But I, I, we're really starting to see in some places people really come together and go, okay, how can we do this? And this meeting is a big part of that. Bringing people in who have this experience, it's huge. And I, I think it's important for our community to come together in person as well. And we haven't been able to do that. So we, I, I, I'm just generally, we need to be doing that as a farming community, as a local, rural, you know, North Whatcom County community primarily. Um, but then around this issue, and there's a lot of, you know, hurt. There's a lot of damage oh, yes. around the disaster that happened. There's a lot of hurt also around the lack of water and the frustration that that has caused in the summertime. Um, there's a lot of skepticism about some of the solutions and people want answers and, you know, people get excited about dredge the river and other people say, no, it's not actually dredging. And other people say that's going to hurt the fish. We, you know, do we build reservoirs? What does that look like? We've talked about that on this program mm -hmm. as well. How do we store water when we have too much of it? So it doesn't cause as much damage. Use it later when a lack of water has been causing a problem. So we don't have those problems. How do we do all of this? I think to be all in one room together and say, we are working towards solutions. We Here's a shared vision that we're coming together around. Mm -hmm. I think is going to be very important for our community. Again, May 25th is when we're talking about this is an important event called Solving Whatcom's Water Crisis. Water solutions for farms, fish and communities it's what it's going to be all about it includes dinner it includes a social hour from five to six and then six o'clock dinner uh, at the northwest washington uh, fairgrounds uh, farm pavilion in linden again the evening of may 25th double barrel barbecue is going to be catering our meal uh, it's going to be delicious. You're going to get to see a lot of important um, players in this whole, you know, people who have been in a lot of these conversations working a on a lot of this stuff so far. Correct. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And um, for those who, uh, especially, especially our farmers, we're also having a private event um, that afternoon that is specifically focused on educating them. You know, time is of the essence as it relates to um, uh, the potential for an upcoming adjudication for farmers. And and uh, we're hoping, continuing to hope that that's going to be an easy process. But right now, unless we come to the table with solutions, um, which some are resisting, um, 
it's a very real and scary proposition, and so we're also going to really need our farmers and especially those who hold water rights in the farming community to come forward and discuss because we're also going to be having people there to, to, to discuss what comes next for them uh, because over the next year there are some serious, very important things that will need to be done um, as it relates to the water that you're using on farms. This is really important for people to connect. And again, you said the afternoon sessions yes. are private. So that's only for landowners, farmers, people with water rights. Correct. Yes, that is correct. And um, so, and that will be? That will be at one o'clock um, and at the fairgrounds as well. And um, that we'll be using some of those same experts as well as others as, you know, as well yeah. who are going to be doing some edu education on it. But that's so important because people have some huge questions about this and yes. what this means for their farm, for their land, for their water rights, what, what, you know, and, and where they stand. There's a lot of people, I think, you know, I was going to say it runs the gamut from people who don't even know this is happening which I want to say, hello, you got to pay attention to this. Yes. <laughs> Don't ignore this situation. This could change everything for you and your property or your farm or whatever you have going on. So if you don't know what adjudication is, you definitely need to come and find yes. out the history that led up to this and what position you're in now and what could happen in the future and how you can protect yourself. Um I was going to say it runs the gamut from those folks to people who know a little bit and, know, and, and people who know a lot. But really, I don't think anybody knows a lot because I no. think even the people who know the most have huge questions. The, it's pretty clear that you know, even our government agencies are still trying to figure out exactly what it means to file an adjudication and all the problems and all the challenges that are going to come with that. And I would say even if you know a lot, actually, in some way, those who know a lot are almost more scared because they mm. recognize that. This could dramatically alter the landscape for farming in Whatcom County. You know, it, it, it has the potential to take away, to make insecure virtually all water rights. So people who can attend that event, again, it's private, invite only, but you will be getting those um, invites. If you're listening and wondering, you will be receiving those invites. Get it's that on your calendar. Make that yes. work. And we know it's at a busy time of the year. We were hoping to do it you know, earlier or here or there, this is when it works to get these national experts here. We need to take advantage of this while we have them here in person. We Absolutely. don't want to miss it. So even though, you know, hopefully the weather will be turning around by that point, even though looking at Rufus's latest days, it's brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. Is it ever going to stop this constant rain cycle that we're in? Um, but if you can carve out some time to make it to that, because the future of your farm of your water rights depend on that. That's that private invite only afternoon session. Correct. Look for the invite to that. And then everybody, the public is welcome, wide open. Come have dinner with us in the evening on the 25th, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Or 5 until, well, probably closer to 8 p.m. by the time we get Correct. done with dinner and dessert and sharing our vision for everything that's going on. You are invited to that portion of it, wide open to the public. We'd love to see you there with uh, Whatcom Family Farmers. Again, Dylan Honkoop here with Whatcom Family Farmers, along with Fred Lickle, uh, Executive Director of uh, Whatcom Family Farmers. Fred, I, I, you know, there has been, since the flood happened, and there are a lot of people who have a lot of, of emotion around this. Yes. 
frustration, anger, fear, um, anxiety. I get that. And they, and we've been saying, we need to do something about this. We've been agreeing with them and we're saying, we're going to push for this as a farming community. We're going to do whatever we can to push for some solutions here. That is correct. And and but as we've been saying that we've been hearing from people, okay, now we're several months out. They're saying, well, you know, where's, where are the answers? And, and I hear that, you know, somebody has met behind the scenes. Why, Why isn't that open to the public? Explain in as best you can what what's going on right now and and what your answer is to those folks because as you've explained it as I understand there there are some conversations there are just to get people to the table to have the big public there are, there are definitely conversations and people can be encouraged that key leaders key people that they would trust have been coming to that table and um, you, know, you mentioned should it be open to the public the challenge you have when you open that all the way to the public is. You have 300 people shouting 250 ideas, yeah. <laughs> and it really it, it it is not an effective way to get it to that that place. But you can be encouraged that between the farming community and uh, the small cities, um, th- they have done a nice job. We just had a meeting with about 40 folks, and about half of them represented those group, and they were key leaders. It wasn't just people like myself who are staff. It was actually mostly farmers and mayors and you know key people you know associated with the different districts in there and they and and everybody came out of that saying they felt pretty good and were encouraged about looking at both short-term and long-term solutions but it takes time yeah. you don't and it you takes don't, trust it, it takes time it takes trust it takes financial resources um not all those things can happen overnight and you know what you're seeing is there's a lot of because of all the damages related to the flood, for instance, our county staff, road crews, and others are overstressed mm. with the amount of things that have to get done. And, and so we're trying really hard to working at, working at laying out priorities. Um, but I would say even like, I know there's a lot of times there's tension between, for instance, salmon folks and the farmers in the cities. Mm-hmm. We really saw them all working together pretty well in this room um, when we were discussing things. You know, there was, there was a, almost two days worth of meetings that it, we all felt were productive. Mm-hmm. Now those things can go back and forth. There was also just some discouraging things that occurred later in the week with, with uh, some folks stepping up and just saying, no, we're not going to work together. But we're mm. continuing to work on these things, and um, and we're going to be providing updates. And you well. know, honestly, that's considering the good things that are happening, the people who are coming together, the solutions that are being talked about, and and the the you know focus across our whole community to change what's happening here and make this better. It's disappointing to hear that anybody would be pushing back against and away from working together. Yes. I mean, it, why? I, I can't con- considering the pressure that we're under. I don't know why anybody would be pushing against and back saying, no, we don't want to be collaborating as a community over it. That's disappointing to hear. Yeah, unfortunately, there are those who reach a point of saying um, the only way forward is a legal way forward. Mm. So we just, whether it be water rights, we just want an adjudication. We don't want anything other than that. We just want to see that. Sad part is, as complicated as something like that is, it's going to take 30, 40, or more years to figure it out. So we're really hoping that working on solutions is going to change that dynamic and providing solutions. We are not going to wait another 30 or 40 years 
to solve this issue. That that's just we crazy. can't afford to no. wait that long. Farming no. farming won't be around. How, how many yeah? How many farms will we lose? How much salmon will we lose? How many lives will we lose from all the horrible things that could happen if we continue on with a status quo fighting in a courtroom? Uh, again, the event that you need to connect with, and this is open to the public, dinner is on us uh, with Whatcom Family Farmers. The event is called Solving Whatcom's Water Crisis, Water Solutions for Farms, Fish, and Communities, May 25th, coming up the 25th of this month at 5 p.m. social hour, 6 p.m. dinner, if you can't quite make it there at uh, 5 o'clock, and we'll have national experts on these water issues, and we will be sharing a vision for where we go from here and how we change this water issue. Again, too much water at some times, not enough water at other times, how we change this once and for all here in Whatcom County. Hope to see you there. Put it on your calendar, May 25th, 5 p.m. at the Northwest Washington Fairgrounds in Linden at the Farm Pavilion. Fred Lickle, Executive Director, Whatcom Family Farmers, thanks for being here this morning. Thank you, Dylan.